up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Detectives have issued a fresh appeal to the public in a bid to solve one of South Australia's most baffling cases. Over the past two decades, police have fielded thousands of calls from the public and identified suspects, but those responsible are yet to face justice. You can accept it or be stupid and be a skeptic. Unconceivable, unbelievable. Unidentified flying objects. All right, welcome to the I Want to Believe podcast. I'm No More Slavic. I'm Kyle Sawyer. We have a mystery to discuss on this episode. Let's cue the Unsolved Mysteries theme. A quick reminder that all of our I Want to Believe social media and email are in the show notes. Also, you can watch my documentary on Otherworldly and more on Amazon Prime right now. Yep, every episode I'm going to tell you about it. DVDs are available. Check the show notes for links. All right, let's get into the mysterious disappearance of Rihanna Burrow. Kyle? Paula Burrow woke up on October 7th, 1992, like any other morning. While getting ready for work, she could hear her 12-year-old daughter, Rihanna, eating breakfast and watching TV. When Paula was in the kitchen drinking coffee, Rihanna asked her if she could walk to the newsstand to pick up a Christmas card for her pen pal. Paula agreed to this as she trusted her daughter and knew the neighborhood to be safe. Queensland Times writer Nathan Jolly wrote, Rihanna Burrow lived in Morfitt Vale, South Australia. Her home on Wakefield Avenue was roughly 250 meters from the Southern Expressway, which cut through the suburb, parallel to her street. Morfitt Vale is a busy suburb, but a suburb all the same. After their brief conversation, Paula kissed her daughter goodbye and left for work. It was 8.30 a.m. When Paula arrived home from work that afternoon, the TV was still on. There were records and some of Rihanna's other items on the floor, and the Christmas card that she bought was set up on the coffee table. As she put her purse and overcoat away, she called out to Rihanna, but there was no answer. Paula walked through the house looking for her and calling out her name. She was not in her room or any other area that she looked. Paula remembered that the door was locked when she came home, and all signs pointed to her daughter being in the house, but figured she ran out to see a neighborhood friend and would be back shortly. It was 4.10 p.m. She briefly waited for her daughter to come home, but figured she would call a couple of her friends to make sure she was okay. Everyone that Paula called said that they had seen her earlier in the day, but she had not come over and was not there now. At this point, she started to worry. It wasn't like her daughter to leave without writing a note and being close by. Her mother later stated in an interview, I was hoping she was just at a friend's place and had forgotten what the time was, but that's not like her. About another hour went by with no word from her daughter. Paula knew something did not seem right and called police. It was 6 p.m. The authorities started their investigation by tracing where Rihanna had been that day and when. 
Brett Swanser of the Mysterious Universe website wrote of the investigation, quote, They discovered that she had been seen leaving her home and walking towards the shopping center at 10.30 a.m., and that she had made it to the shopping center and purchased the card at 11.19 a.m. She had then been seen by witnesses alone, cutting through both Morfitt Vale High School and Stanvac Primary School along Highway Drive while holding a small shopping bag at 12.30 p.m. But after that, her movements are murky, and this would be the last known confirmed sighting of her. It does seem that she had made it back to her home safely, but at what time or what had happened after that were complete mysteries, and still are. As the days went by, a massive effort from the police was launched to try and find Rihanna. Her pictures were shared in newspapers, on TV, and throughout several surrounding neighborhoods. A reward was set up, and through donations, it ballooned to $1 million. Because of this, hundreds of leads came in. A promising one was, quote, just 10 minutes before her mother returned home, Rihanna was spotted near a junction roughly 500 meters from her house. She was alone. During the same time frame that Rihanna was seen at the junction, witnesses also saw a, quote, white car in the vicinity with Victorian plates and a single male within it. But neither the vehicle nor the driver have ever been located by police, and what connection they might possibly have to the vanishing remains unclear. Swanser continued in his article, In the absence of any clear answers, theories, of course, abound. Considering that the house was locked, that there had been no signs of a struggle, nothing was missing, and the girl had obviously returned home from her shopping trip, one idea is that she might have been abducted by someone she knows and felt safe with. In this scenario, she might have been lured away by the person, after which she had been forcibly whisked away and quite probably murdered. A detective assigned to the case commented on that theory. He said, She does appear to have left the house in an orderly manner. There was no break and enter, there wasn't a struggle, and the house wasn't a mess. There is an absence of any neighborhood disturbance, screams, anything like that in the vicinity that day. It certainly opens up the possibility she may have known the person or had some reason to be comfortable with that person, maybe. That's one possibility we are looking at. I would assume, if she was on the street, that there would have been someone in the vicinity who would have heard that. My feeling is it was somebody she knew. That's what I can't understand. Despite the effort of authorities, the case lacked any sort of evidence that could provide them with the information on where Rihanna might have gone. Swanser commented, the lack of any sort of evidence of violence or a disruption is certainly a curious detail of the case, as is the detail that she had locked the door behind her on her way out. Although considering the disarray of the record collection and the record discarded on the floor, it seems she may have been in a rush, although as to why this might be, no one has a clue. Another idea is that she might have left the house on some unknown errand, which would explain why she had locked the door, and then been abducted by someone she didn't know after that perhaps a pedophile or other nefarious party while she was gone. This would also shed light on the alleged sighting of her at that intersection, but why would she be out there? Was she waiting for someone? If so, who and why? Also, if this were the case, why would there be no witnesses to it at all? Someone could have also come to her home, snatched her when she answered the door, but if this were the case, why would the door be locked and why wouldn't any neighbors have heard or seen a struggle of any kind in this quiet suburban neighborhood? There have been no reports of anything out of the ordinary that day and no sightings at all of the girl leaving the house. 
And with that, buddy, that's all we really have about Rihanna and her disappearance. And I really don't know what to think about all of it. I definitely don't think anything paranormal related occurred. I know we're covering the story on a paranormal themed show, but it's definitely not in my thought process. What are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, that, uh, it does seem very strange. Yeah, it's a very mysterious disappearance case, but it doesn't even bring thoughts of like the missing 411 stuff or anything. But just because she essentially vanished, you know, without a trace, I, I wanted to cover it on the show. One thing that kind of sticks out to me is like, uh, it's obviously like she didn't run away or right. something like that because she had asked her mom if she could get the Christmas card for her pen pal and the Christmas card was still there on the table. Yeah, yeah. And when the pen pal was first mentioned, I actually thought that might play a part of it. Right. You know, but, uh, you know, uh, obviously not. But but an interesting and, and kind of sad story, yeah. you know, is it, too bad. So if anybody has any information on Rihanna Baru, please make sure you contact the, uh, the Australian authorities. And uh, that's everything we got on on the mysterious disappearance of Rihanna Baru. You got anything else? No, no, that's that's all I've got on that one. All right, well. As, as, we, as we always say, uh, take care of your loved ones. Until next time. Until next time. So it seems odd to say... So it seems odd to say, so it seems odd to say the least. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Morphin Vale is a busy suburb, but a sur- <laughs> Come on! Let's cue the Unsolved Mysteries theme. That's not it at all. That is, that is how it This is what it sounds like. Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee, get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.